Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Joining us is Canberra Raiders, uh, Queensland and Kangaroo legend Gary Belcher. G'day, Gary. How are you? Good, good day, Ricardo. I'm pretty well, mate. Getting ready for a big arvo of, uh, of NRL. A couple more games to go. Yeah, looking forward to those, mate. And we'll preview those, preview those with you uh, shortly. Now, uh, but, but listening to that, mate, I, I kind of go, because obviously the Lodge story and the Mark Robinson stuff and all that has been uh, headline news over here uh, for the last week. But uh, I listen to that and I think Nathan Brown needs needs to expand on, on what it's written on his business card. It should say head coach and head scapegoat, shouldn't it? I mean, it sounds <laughs> like uh, he's been paid to take the rap. Good point. Yeah, it, it's hard to know exactly what transpired and why, you know, why Matt Lodge eventually left. Um, I, I am a bit dumbfounded by players that have said, um, I don't want to move to New Zealand. But you've, oh, we, I just don't get it because you've signed with the Warriors. But as as Brownie said, you know, things change. I get that. But, you know, I, I, it just really frustrates me, Ricardo, because I'm a bit old school or a lot old school. A contract's a contract. That's your deal wear it see it out and then uh you know and then at the end of that you can you can make the change to what you're doing change your club or whatever or um so yeah i'm a bit shocked and i think i guess you're all shocked i only caught the end of that press conference but i guess everyone's shocked by the the size of the payout for matt lodge that's going to eat into their salary cap well that's the thing i mean you know and i don't expect you to have answers for this gary but the, i think the thing that a lot of warriors fans are scratching their head out is like the bloke said he doesn't want to be there so he's pulled pin why are we paying him this season at all, let alone it going on in a cap next season? Because it goes across both. You know, there's a lot of head scratching going on and not getting a lot yeah, of answers definitely. out of the club, you know, which is which is the frustrating thing. And I can imagine, you know, your old mate Ricky Stewart, uh, you know, you talk about old school as to, in terms of a coach. I mean, if, if he's got a player that says, oh, mate, uh, I, I want out of my last two years of my contract because I don't want to move the family to Canberra when you've signed with the Canberra Raiders, I mean, it's no different to that, is it? No, it's not. And... Um you know, George Williams came up across from England and decided he didn't want to be at Canberra. Made up a bit of a story that he, you know, he wanted to go back home. Whereas I think they found out that he actually was trying to get himself up to, uh, you know, onto the coast. He didn't want to live in the cold, <laughs> the cold climbs of Canberra. But um, yeah, they didn't pay him out. He left. He left because he got out of his contract for whatever reason. So yeah, it is. It, it is dumbfounding until we know more. But I, I, what I do know about uh, NRL journals, they'll they'll keep uh, digging and scratching and digging and scratching until they find out exactly why uh, why it transpired that he was paid out for a contract with a club that he didn't want to be at. Yeah, I mean it's it's a weird one. I I do wonder whether or not at some point the NRL integrity unit will have a look at it. To be honest, because it, it, there's something that doesn't quite smell right there, mate. But we well, should we should look, yeah. I think they'd be concerned if. Um, but they'd be concerned if, if, if he went and, and there was rumours about him getting paid out, but they weren't going to include it on the salary cap. But, mm. 
you know, they, it's, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot by um, by paying him because it's, it's it is it's going to affect their cow. I'm not. I'm, maybe the owner um, was just naive and thought he could just pay him out of his own pocket and all would be fine. But that's not how it works. No, not how it works at all, mate. Uh, we should talk some footy uh, that we've got coming up yeah. uh, today. Of course, uh, the Dogs and the Dragons um, kicks off at four o'clock New Zealand time. Um, Tavita Pangai Junior. Big a big miss for the Dogs. Um, do you see the Dragons doing this comfortably? Uh, I don't know about comfortably, but I, I do see them. I do see them winning. The dogs are a bit of a head scratcher. They've had such a poor season, and things aren't real good. And this is their second week since they uh, since they sacked their coach. Um, I won't be surprised if they, you know, if they put in a, a bit of a better performance. But they they just don't look like a team that plays for each other or has has the confidence to really back themselves. And that's probably been the case for the last few years. And even this year, they added so much talent to that side. It's, but it's just not happening for them, uh, the dogs. So they're in a, a pretty, a pretty bad place. And I, I look at the Dragons. I think they're really a team on the rise. I don't, I don't particularly think they're going to be a big threat this year. But in the next couple of seasons, with this uh, crew of young lads coming through, like um, Talatalamone and Cody Ramsey and uh, the, the Fenai brothers, and yeah, there's a, there's some really good young kids coming through about the same age. And, that is one of the keys to um, to improving your club. So, yeah, I think the Dragons, but um, not not by a big margin. Mm. That um, that centre period. that Belmore too, Ricardo, and that's a pretty tough place to play, I can tell you. They yeah. Get bashed up there all the time. <laughs> Mate, I, I remember the, my first ever game of uh, was Winfield Cup back in the day uh, was Manly playing the Dogs at Belmore, and that would have been about 1988, I think. Uh, when you know Bar Lamb and that were running around, mate, what a place that is to go watch footy. Well, my, the, you know, when I first went to Canberra in 1986, Mal, Mal Meninga and myself and Steve Walters, Gary Corn, and I remember the first few games playing for the Raiders. We thought, oh, this isn't too much different than the Brisbane Confident, and it probably wasn't. But then we got to Belmore in about round five and got, you know, just smashed by uh, Chris Mortimer and Andrew Farrer out wide, and the, the forward pack David Gillespie and. Um, Peter Tunks, Peter Tunks and they yeah. were just the hardest, the hardest club and the hardest place to play. And it was, yeah, absolutely brutal. They're not quite like that now, but they, they, they're still a proud club. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, there's a bloke who I'm not a Dogs fan, but I often um, really feel for Josh Jackson. You know, the fact that he stayed there and stuck it out with that club because he's he's been a fantastic servant for that club. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's got a deal. He's got a contract, and that's. Um, it's what you do. You go through the good times and the uh, and the bad. Yeah, are you listening, Matt Lodge? Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I really like though the uh, that that dragon scene appearing, um, Sully and Lomax. Lomax in particular, he's been fantastic for the Dragons this season, hasn't he? Yeah, he's um, yep, yep. I think he's pulled his head in a little bit. He's um, you know, he's, he's getting a bit brash and a bit ahead of himself and and very mouthy. But gee, he can play the kid. And I think if he just just concentrated on playing footy. For the last season or two, he'd be a front runner for uh, a spot in the New South Wales centres because they're down a couple of strike centres. But that's not the case. Um, but yeah, he yeah, can play. And, and Moses Suley said switching from from Manly, we've always known that he can play. He's had a few injury problems, uh, etc. But yeah, he's really really dangerous on that left side. Yeah, it's, uh, looking forward to that game, mate. But obviously, the one after that, the last game of the weekend, uh, your old side versus the team I mm. support, the Raiders and the Eels. Um, she's going to be a ding dong, mm. isn't it? Yeah, well, you, I guess the Eels fans and yourself, you'd be pretty confident with what you've seen lately. What a what a team, and you know, can just 
put it together and put a lot of points together in a really short period of time, and that's what the best teams can do. You can put, you know, two, three quick tries on you, and suddenly the game's out of reach. And you know, with, with Mitch Moses playing so well and Dylan Brown um, improving all the time, some strikeout wide. Uh, I was a bit surprised, Mike Acevo. Um, I'm actually just going to have a bit of a look while we're chatting, but he played last week, his first game back from injury, and apparently played really well. So he's very close to uh, to getting a call back into the side as well. So that'll be, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. But the Raiders, yeah, a bit, bit hit and miss. My old club, Jamal Fogarty, one of their big signings in the off-season. It's his first game back for the year. He injured himself in the trial. So throwing him straight into the uh, into the deep end, uh, partnering Jack White, and that was always the plan. Um, it'll just see. Hopefully, you can hit the ground running. Yeah, I mean, from a from a um, Raiders point of view, that Xavier Savage. Uh, there's been a lot of raps on that kid coming into the season. I, I put him in my fantasy team early on, mate, because I thought I might get the jump on a few here and pick up a bit of value. Uh, he hasn't had maybe the games we thought he would, but he gets a start today in in your old jersey. Yeah, he's only played a few games, and and he's um, he's raw. He's absolutely incredible speed and talent. Uh, which is a great thing, and and uh, I think you know as, as the season progresses, he's he's just going to improve. He's going to build into it. He had a a really good game last week and scored a great try. So uh, yeah, Charles Charles Nickel Clock Star is out, which is a bit of a shame. But he's he's kind of been scratching around, unable to really find great form. I know he's had a few injuries. Yeah, so Xavier Savage gets a start and. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he goes great for the Green Machine. <laughs> hopefully he goes great for the Green Machine. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? I mean, they've been a bit rocks and diamonds, um, Canberra, this season. What do you think their problem's been? Oh, gee. Have you got an hour? <laughs> well, we do. <laughs> um, oh, really hard to nail that. And In fact, you know, when you know the coach himself is sort of mm. trying to you know, put his finger on it. There's certainly some early injuries hurt and, and, and they've failed to get some combinations. And I know Josh Hodgson is actually leaving at the end of the year, but him being hurt early in the season didn't help. Um, took him a while to get that sorted out. But um, Zach Wolford has um, slotted in there really well with Tom Starling off the bench. So yeah, those key positions, are, yeah, they're vital if you, if you, you know, if you need to get... And we only saw that with Melbourne Storm a couple of weeks, what, two weeks in a row without uh, Pappenhausen and then... Um, Jerome Hughes and it just all kind of fell apart until um, until Thursday night. So yeah, you lose those players in key positions. It makes it hard. Um, so that's that's the excuse. On the other side of it, um, yeah, some of their efforts have been pretty pretty poor from my point of view, and it's only been the last few weeks. They had an ugly win three weeks ago against the Bulldogs, and I was down there watching that with the, the old boys, and it was yeah, they just needed that one. And since then, a, a couple of pretty good wins against the Sharks and Rabbitohs. So. Yeah, they're back on track. Put it that way, but I'm, you know, I'm still. There's still a work in progress. How far off the likes of Penrith and the Storm do you think the Eels are in terms of you know uh, when it comes to a top four end of season? Well, I think they're a top four side, um, but there's still you know there's still a bit of a gap, and, and it's probably um, there's still a bit of a gap behind the Panthers. They're the they're the team to beat, aren't they? They've been just outstanding. Um, but yeah, the, the Eels are, are sitting just outside the four. Um, great to see a couple of Queensland teams up there in the Cowboys and Broncos because, of course, we've got State of Origin being selected um, tonight and tomorrow. But uh, yeah, the Eels, I, I think they'll be in the four. I, I, in fact, I haven't got too much doubt at all. I, I tipped them to be in the grand final this year. Um, they, they look good. Yeah, good side. I mean, you'd be pretty happy with them, wouldn't you? 
Yeah, very happy with them, mate. Very happy with them. Mate. It's been a, it's been a long time between drinks, shall we say? Uh, as I keep getting mm. reminded, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, well, we're nineteen ninety four, the Raiders. So it's, there's plenty of clubs in that boat. Yeah, there are there are plenty, mate. There are plenty. Uh, I just wanted to ask you about Manly. Uh, no Tommy Turbo for the season after he's had that surgery. They started the season without him and were winning without him. So what's the difference now? Do you think because they seem to really be struggling? Mm, uh, I can't tell you, but I know that you know, I know that I'm not confident about what they can do when he's not there. Mm. I mean, they're a much better side, and he he didn't reach any great heights, Tommy, by his standards in those uh, those games that he played. Oh, what he would have played half a dozen games, I suppose. Um, yeah, he, that's that's been a big problem for him, hasn't it? Of course, because when you lose that strike player, who is your key strike player? Despite the fact they got you know, Daly Cherry Evans and and big, you know, um, Olatawatu at the at right uh, second row who can do some damage. You lose your, your main strike player. It's always a, a bit of a setback. So, I, um, yeah, I, I, look, I, I've kind of lost confidence in them, and I'll be surprised if they make make the eight, but we'll see. We'll see indeed. All right, Gary. Hey, thanks very much for giving us some time this afternoon, mate. Really appreciate it. We'll let you go back uh, to enjoying uh, the rest of your Sunday. I'm going to call the game, actually, that late one. So, I'll, um, yeah, I'll... I'll catch you, Ricardo. Thanks, mate. No worries. Thank you, and have a great call. Gary Belcher there with us, the uh, Raiders legend, uh, talking about footy. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely, and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.